This is just winging it. Again on Zoom. Yeah! And who knows if the internet's going to work because it, it has uh, been set up about uh, 45 minutes ago on this we, end. So. We have no idea. We're, we have no we're, idea. We're really just winging it right now. We are just just winging it uh, in, in real time here live on the air. John, I am so fucking tired. Can I just say that? I, like, I want to just throw that be. out here at the very beginning of this thing. We have um, so much to, ready for this, unpack today. <laughs> oh, we do. Um, as you just moved, literally just yesterday moved into your new home. Uh, so, I mean, uh, there's, there's a lot we got to do here. We, a lot we got to cover. And there's a lot that we still have to do just physically in this house because it's just <laughs> boxes. Like the kids were today were like, are we always going to have this many boxes in the house? Like, no, I promise you this is temporary. I mean, come oh on, God. give yourself a break, man. It's like day two. You know, it's, but the thing you, you never the kids about, just fucking relax and deal with boxes for a little while. Aren't kids supposed to like boxes? Well, they're not like cats. I mean, you know, the, the boxes are fine. They're not going to sleep in them, but you know, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know why they're not playing with them more. Honestly, I would, I would love that. But I think, uh, I, I think, think, it's I think like, they should learn how to, they don't know this house yet. And so to them, like the, this house is just full of boxes. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like they haven't had time <laughs> without that yet. So I think they can't really appreciate the presence of the boxes because yeah, yeah, as yeah. far as they know, we're just living in a box house at this point. Wow. So imagine um, if they just, if that's like, they think that this new house is just th like, that is what it will be forever. It'll just be boxes <laughs> everywhere because they've I'm never like, moved. It's an aesthetic choice. You know, children, this is yeah. what we're, this is what we're going with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, fun. but it's it's been crazy. I, I feel like the thing that is easy to forget, there's a lot of things that are easy. Okay, there's a, a million things that are easy to forget when it comes like, to moving. Like your name, because our listeners haven't heard in so long. Uh, I'm, I'm Patrick Green. I'm John Abdullah, and this is just winging it. Thank you for this joining is, us. This is so fucking winged at this moment in time. <laughs> Our connection is dropping. I'm uh, semi asleep. Uh, but the thing, the thing, there's a lot of things that you forget when you move, right? There's a lot of things that you forget about this this experience because there's so much more to it than just you know the basics of like you know selling your old house and buying a new house and relocating. There's all these like little like how the fuck does recycling happen? Like how do these like these little <laughs> things that just pop up when you change locations, right? Right, because you've uh, changed location. It's not like you're just moving to a new house in the same place, right? In the same city or town. You're actually yeah. moved. And so, we're in a new state. Yeah, we're yeah. in a new, a new area. And, and so crazy. everything is totally different. For all we know, right? you could be in a new country. We wouldn't know right now. I, I mean, I wouldn't know either. Because <laughs> I don't even know if I'm sitting or I think I'm sitting, I'm sitting down. Yeah. I'm sitting down in my new office. Now, the, the thing, one of the things that it's easy to forget about moving is that after you get there, you still have to like set up the house. You know what I mean? Like it has to, oh it, my God, everything yes. but the other direction. So like, in addition to having internet that works and having like a place to cook things, like, I mean, we don't even have, we don't have food, John. Like we don't have food right now. Like we literally, the kids are hungry and we're eating peanut butter with our hands out of jars. Listen to me, listen to me. We're going to get through this. You're going to get through this. I'm trying to, to say we fair, to be empathetic with you, but you know, I'm, I'm not there. So I, it's a little bit weird to say that. I, I appreciate it. To but be fair, the are. kids like the kids are living among boxes and eating peanut butter out of jars. So to them, this is probably like, we're this now a homeless fucking, family. You know, no, they, they're loving it. They're loving it. I mean, first of all, um, the fact that you have this massive new yard, you have acres and acres. You basically have a farm. You live on a farm now. We do basically have a farm. Oh my God, yeah. we have so much land. I fucking love it. This morning, we had this great moment this morning. Before I get into the horror of what's been going on <laughs> over the last week, let me start with like the at the end of it, which yeah, was yeah, yeah. this morning. So like uh, the way our yard is, is situated now, it starts 
you know, if you go as far away as you can from our house without like trespassing, right? Um, you you you're at a river, this like beautiful rolling river that that connects um, the Atlantic Ocean to a, a lake that's up in the watershed, and it just goes right through your yard, and it's so pretty. Mm. And we have like a little. Uh, my parents. So you got us, you basically own that river. We own the river. We own yeah. the water now. That's how it works, right? Technically, setting up a hydroelectric power plant <laughs> to profit on this extractive industries. Um. So, so the, the water is like just beautiful. And as a housewarming gift, my parents bought us a bench to put out there. So we're going to mm. like install this little bench by the water. It's this beautiful little thing. So, so like for, today, the first thing I thought of when you said for a housewarming gift is that they got you a, uh, I don't even know what it's called, uh, a wheel that goes in the water and creates uh, electricity. <laughs> what is that called? A hydroelectric plant. Oh, that's what you just said. That's I, what I clearly just Clearly I'm listening. No, but that's not what it's called though. <laughs> what is the actual, it's a mill, right? Is it a water wheel or a mill? Yeah, a mill. A mill is like, yeah, like you, you know, make steel. You can make garments. You can do a lot of pre-war things. So with that's that, immediately know. what I what conjured in my brain is. is well, you're is, you're living in 1930, John. Yeah, that's what your parents got you. They just built. <laughs> uh, they had the whole thing shipped in from a very specific, you know, exclusive company that makes yes, these still. They do, and and they're you know they're really doing it. Um, so, so go on. I'm sorry. They, no, no, no. So the so the yard. It's funny because like the, the, our internet is so shitty. What we should have gotten is a housewarming gift of like a functional internet connection. I would have That'd really appreciated yeah. that. Um, but so yeah, we got this little bench down by the water, right? And then we like, you turn around walking up towards the house. There's this like kind of open space where we play soccer, mm-hmm. you know, we're playing frisbee, just kind of playing sports and things. And then you kind of continue up and then there's like a, a little playground that was already here. That's like super cool. And then there's uh, like a, a whole bunch of fruit trees. And then we had lunch in the, in, like amongst the fruit trees on a blanket today, which was it's, so it's cool. It's legitimately a farm. It's like a little farm. And then you walk yeah. up the hill. Oh, actually I'll tell you the history of it. It actually kind of is, a, hang on, hang on. Bookmark it, John. And then you continue up the hill and then you get into the, like the rose garden and the herb garden and the vegetables and then the flower garden, the hibiscus and the hydrangea and all this shit. All this stuff is already there. Peonies. You've got vegetables, fruit, yeah. herbs. That's amazing. And we're going to try not to kill all of it. We're I was just not about to say, like- <laughs> you know that that's now your tat. Like you're going to have to actually... But that's what I got you, man. This is stuff we can talk about. This stuff we're gonna mulch so I, much, John. I've been waiting my whole life, even before I knew you, for this moment when Patrick Green uh, begins to mulch and and care about the land that he lives on. This is a moment I've really been waiting for. The listeners are gonna just eat this shit up, and you know what, <laughs> listeners? Right now, I'm telling you this, okay? I am self aware of the fact that I've made fun of John for his lawn yeah. work shit. You I'm just wait. You just wait, buddy. I'm not pretending that hasn't happened for the last three years of this podcast. I'm embracing the fact that I'm doing a, a 180 degree turn now. Yes. I'm embracing the fact that, so we met our neighbors this morning outside, of course, shouting across social distancing guidelines, you know? Yeah. Um, and we were like talking about like lawn care and about like, like what, you know, the type of soil that we have in this neighborhood. And so now they also don't, just like the kids with the boxes, for all they know, you always yell. You know what I mean? Like you're the <laughs> guy who, ye- but they've never known a different you. And so and to be you're fair, just I the, kind of do always. I mean, I kind of yeah, that's that's person, true. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To, to be fair, but yeah, we were talking about lawn care and stuff. Of and then course, I'm not even done with the yard yet. Hang on, shut up. Listen to this. Okay. <laughs> so, then, so then you get through all of the gardens and shit. Okay, we have a fucking compost bin, John. The no. house with a compo- well, rotating compost bin. That's what so I have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you fucking have that. I, of course, you, I have you, a tumbling. You, you're so excited about telling. Yeah, that. I go out and tumble it. You know, every day. Not really, but you're supposed to. Like, I mean, the more you do it. Well, the more you do it, the faster it'll turn to compost that you can use in your garden. Does it then become mulch, technically? <laughs> Everything becomes mulch, Patrick. <laughs> We're all, we all become mulch in the end. Into mulch we shall return. Yes. Um, hang on, I'm not done yet. Okay, listen. So then, so then we get out. So we get off that. Then we get the fire pit. Okay. And yes. Then we have the patio, which we just got some nice furniture. This for. is amazing that you have all I of this know, outdoor stuff and already then, done for you. And then 
Yeah. We go up from the patio and we have the deck itself where we have our yoga mats. We have like our like sort of like outdoor stuff. And then then we're in the house. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait um, to visit you once, you know, maybe 2022 or something. I know, seriously, but I cannot, I cannot wait for you guys to come and just like, we have like way too many guest rooms now. So like, you yeah. know, we're going to be, well, I'll tell you what, after you mulch for 12 hours, I'll, I'll give come, you a two hour nap in a, the guest room. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to come for, for some reason on a horse and buggy, just yep. because it feels appropriate to visit you that With way. harmonica music in the background. And, and of, the horse is just going to be carrying a carriage full of mulch that, that Bethany, on both sides, saddlebags. Yeah, the kids will be mm-hmm. sitting. No, no, no. I'm saying like a whole carriage in the back <laughs> that's filled with mulch, and the kids will be sitting on the pile. You know, which is for them, that's like a normal thing. They just hang out in mulch, right? Um, and that's how we're gonna. And I'll have you know like a, t- a weed in my uh, mouth, just a um, single stalk. Yes, yeah, no, a stalk. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And that's how I'm gonna visit you once I do. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm so excited to have you guys over, and and I'm also it's it's funny because I feel like. Uh, I'm like, I'm also already excited to come back and like visit our, you know, Boston area, greater Boston area friends, because it's, yeah. it's, it's now I, f- I feel like I have a lot of peace of mind about this COVID situation. Like, I feel like this was, you know, for a lot of this, this was kind of our beacon, you know, because as, as listeners know, and if you don't fucking listen more closely, I'm telling you, um, this whole thing started basically right at the beginning of the pandemic, like the, this whole odyssey to get to this new house, you know? Odyssey feels like the right word, yeah. It does feel like an odyssey. And I feel like uh, finally just this morning when I was just walking up from the from the riverfront to the back door and the kids were playing at the playground and Micah was just like laying there, you know, in the sun. I was like, man, this was this was like what we were pushing towards. This was this was Oh man, this whole time, and it just feels so. And what a moment! What a moment to you know. Obviously, there's the the stress part of it, you know, and in that sense, the moment is all the more heightened, I suppose. But there's also, you know, in this moment where we're all spending so much time in our homes, um, on our land, (laughs) (laughs) our mulched (laughs) land, and with our family, um, you know, what an amazing time to have just come into this like amazing property and to be. Um, you know, and this is true of anyone moving into any new home. There's there's the pride that you take in the sort of upkeep of that home, and um, and again the land, of course. Uh, and <laughs> and and this is a a moment where we're all just like, you know, maybe part of it is just boredom. But I just keep looking left and right for another like house project, you know. Which, by the way, I'm not finishing anything. You know, I'm just like chipping right. away at all these little things because, of course, we're still working and you know managing kids and all that. But um, I'm so happy for you in this particular moment because I feel like you'll enjoy it in ways that, um, you know, because of the busy summer, especially life that we all have, um, you know, you probably would have been out and about a lot more than you will now. Right, exactly. And there's there's a sort of weird like homestead thing yeah. going on with a yeah. lot of us. And I know even in our previous house, which didn't have much much bemulched land on it, um, <laughs> there was still the sense of like we were just finding finding shit to work on just oh, to like, of course. do stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. There was a lot of like rearranging of things, you know, a lot of like pressure washing, you know, a lot of like little projects going on. And, uh, and now like, I just, I, I just, I just feel so happy to, uh, to like have a project and to have like open air and to have space to work on things and also to appreciate, you know, like when I do, cause you know, I'm still going to be hopefully recording with you in person at least once a month. Cause I'm yeah, going to be back yeah. quite a bit to the office and I'm, I'm like really excited to do that again too. And, yeah. I, and I wasn't like really like when I was just sort of trapped at home and waiting for this to happen. And then also not knowing when work was going to be happening again, like in person, I wasn't like super excited to go back into the office again, but now right. because of like the removal and because I feel like I've kind of gotten this out of the way, I'm, I'm like genuinely excited to like 
go and work in person again, uh, knowing that I'm not going to be doing it every day because I'm working from home, which yeah, I'm also yeah. really fucking excited about. But anyway, all that being said, how are you? How am I? You know, I'm today. I'm doing. I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm. I'm doing fine, and I feel like. Uh, you know, we've talked about this, right? How every week seems to have sort of a flavor, and even within day to day, there's an element of all this that feels very Groundhog Day esque, right? Where it's mm -hmm. like same routine and or very similar each day, and yet there's also um, each day feeling different because of the just stresses of trying to keep up with work and managing everything in the house and with the kids. Um, and so, man, I feel like I've gone, I, I can't even remember the last time we talked on, on, on where we were in this whole sort of saga. Um, but I, don't I think, even remember how, what month that was. I mean, that was, was like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. It was probably two weeks ago, which by the way, two it, weeks was, ago. it was, yeah. And it was such a, such a, um, I was going to say delight, but that seems like a weird word to use <laughs> having our, <laughs> it, it was really, I thought meaningful, um, to have our, some of our listeners join us, um, some dads and Sarah, who's a mom. Um, join us and just chat about other people's perspectives too, because I think there's just something really nice in, in that sort of solidarity um, and just hearing how other parents are feeling and like, you know, it's all ends of the spectrum. And I think one of the, one of the if takeaways, if you will, um, from that one is just that I think we're all feeling what already we were feeling as parents, which is um, holding both the beauty of parenting and the fucking misery <laughs> together. And being okay with that, and it's more extreme than ever. And so, you know, I'm I'm still feeling that way. I'm still loving, loving having so much time with my kids, and I'm still fucking miserable <laughs> when I'm trying to manage all of that and balance work and, and kids. And and that's okay to like be in both places, you know, even minute to minute. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm more like at peace with that. Um, and you know, I do feel like it's getting more manageable in terms of just, um trying to be clear about setting boundaries between work and kids and feeling noticing those moments when I do that I feel better I feel better when I'm working I feel better when I'm um, with the kids and I guess I'm just trying to focus on you know the good that I think um, can come out of some of this um, you know the silver linings in terms of redefining how we work and how we you know parent and manage our houses and all of that it just feels like we're and this is sort of maybe a, a, a topic if if we have any topics anymore for this show um, of, of sort of new beginnings, you know, that it's springtime, you've just moved yeah. into a new home, which is like an extreme new beginning. But I think we're all feeling this sense of emerging from, um, this moment slowly, uh -huh. gradually, I hope social distance, um, <laughs> with this idea of, of a new beginning, you know, and that's hopeful. I'm totally, I'm feeling that a hundred percent. And I think part of it is because, uh, in Connecticut where we moved the, uh, the, the curve we're already further down the curve than Massachusetts. Like by oh, two good. that's why you actually moved. Yeah, <laughs> that's, like, that's that was the main the main reason. Um, you're just following so, the curve. You know, whichever state has the lowest. <laughs> we're, just... we're like in Iowa in a couple months. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> um, so the the uh, because of that, the reopening has been just like one notch more lax than yeah, uh, yeah. Massachusetts. And so like there's this huge you know controversy a few days ago. Actually, the day we were moving. Oh wow! Um, so just controversy you know, follows you. That's typical. it. Does it's controversy, but not the curve. Yeah, <laughs> the curve does not follow me. Uh, where uh, there, you know, there were people uh, kind of dis in disagreement about Connecticut allowing some restaurants to partially reopen for outdoor dining. That was like kind of a big thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I kind of didn't understand how different it was until after we'd gotten here, we had to go close. You know, on on this place. Right. We closed two houses on the same day, which was you know very intense. <laughs> 
Um, and the second wow. one, of course, was was in Connecticut. And and we were walking to the attorney's office to go shout at her from a fire escape. That's yeah. literally what, how we got to do this. Really? Um, Even and, with the attorney? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, although I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, but the but there were diners all over the place outside eating al fresco at these restaurants with no masks on. Wow. And everybody separated. was just naked, naked for some reason. Everybody was right? naked Everywhere. and just coughing as hard as yeah. they could. That yeah. was basically what it was. I mean, was. and that's, you know, that's Connecticut for you. That's classic, classic Connecticut. <laughs> um, so I was really shocked by that because in, in mass, I, I feel like it wasn't at a place yet where that would have been um, okay. And who knows if it's even okay for Connecticut, but it, it is, it is interesting. Speaking personally, I, I, I haven't seen anybody, you know, without masks on other than those people that were, you know, eating, because I guess you can't do that with a mask. Um, you know, people are still wearing you gloves try. and are still social distancing, but, um, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's just, it's just, and, and, and doing all of this nutso process during this, uh, you know, era of social distancing made it even more surreal. And I think that I is the key takeaway. There was definitely like the stress component, which, you know, I'll get to in a second, which was clear and present, yeah. but you've got a the, few more white hairs growing out of your beard after this. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to shave it today, actually. Yeah, the quarantine beard. Yeah, I think it's about time. Uh, Micah <laughs> thinks it's way past time. I'll tell you yeah, that. I bet she does. Yeah, she's like, what? What even <laughs> is this? It looks so bad. It, it's one of those. I was explaining to her, like, you know, as a as a man, I always like kind of liked the the idea that like if I didn't shave my face, that a beard would come out of it. And I always kind of assume because you see these people, these like celebrities, like, just you that see phrasing. I love that a beard will come out of it. You know, just pop out like. Hello. Just erupt from my face. It's, it's like, always been there, right? It's just been waiting to pop out. <laughs> it just took the sheets off, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a scary image. Um, but you see, like, you see celebrities, you know, with these beards. Like, you see Brad Pitt when he grows his facial hair out, and he looks like terrific, you know. And I'm, I'm yeah. like, man, like, I, I really, this is my chance to like do that. And then you realize, okay, a, you're not bad, Brad Pitt, but b, also, like, they they are actually grooming the beard and like yes. taking care of it and trimming it. Or and, they like, have, they literally have people who are doing, you know, just following him around, trimming as he's walking around, just styling it right yeah, 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 on, yeah, on yeah. the fly. And uh, and I haven't, I just, I just haven't done anything to my face at all for the last two and a half months, which is why I look kind of like, you know, again homeless. Which I guess between that and the boxes and the peanut butter out of maybe, you know, it all adds up. It does. It's all going somewhere. This is actually just a Zoom background that I'm looking at right now. It's not really <laughs> <Yeah>. your house. <laughs> um, but yeah, but but doing all this during COVID has been really uh, intense. So you know, for example, speaking about closing, to make that happen, we had to sign over power of attorney to our lawyer because we couldn't uh, be physically present yes, in the office yes. with the other people. Yep. So to do that, we needed a notary. But to get a notary, we had to also sign something in front of somebody. Of course. Yep. So to do that, we had to find a notary who was willing to drive to our old house and park outside and then slide a paper, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 a clipboard across yeah. the way. Yeah, I think yeah. I mentioned this on the call last time. And, you know, and so we would like wait for the clipboard to come and grab it. Then we'd like sign our thing and like slide it across, you know, wearing all of this paraphernalia, you know. <laughs> And then our attorney, who I was, you know, trying to get a hold of while we were moving our stuff down here, because I needed to like find out from him if like the wire transfer was working and all the, you know, all the different shit that has to go on when you're, you know, switching a house. Of course. Um, and he was like, his his assistant was like, we can't really talk right now because he's in the parking lot. <laughs> and he was, she was explaining like what he was doing with like the other attorney, and she was like, well, you know, he's got like masks and he's got the kind of this hat thing covering his face, and he's got a a, a big mask on with like the gas <laughs> mask side vents. No. Um, and so he can't talk with his mask on. He so, had like, the so gas. Oh, mask side vents yeah like the full like attached yeah that's amazing so he couldn't talk so so she was like no he's giving me a thumbs up from the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird 
Why gas mask? What is uh, that's intense? Well, because I guess if you're in a job where you have to like just interface with different people all the time, you know, you want to have good protection. But I don't think it was like a World War I. Okay, let me let me clarify. I don't think it was like there wasn't like a fucking tube running to a backpack. Like, you know, you that's know. what I'm imagining. That's that's all I'm seeing. Is this attorney in like a full you know power suit? Right, but, right. But then that World War. Two, I'll I'll give him two, not just one. Yeah, World uh, War Two. So nukes are involved in this. Yes, one. this is gas yes, mask. Yes, yes. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. And of course, we couldn't. You know, we didn't want it because we had to break quarantine because my my parents had to take the kids for a right, couple right, of days right. during this, which was terrifying for all of us. And so we were really, really strict about quarantine, especially in the weeks leading up. We were really like monitoring every single time we had to leave the house for anything because yeah, we had to yeah. make sure we would be like as clean as possible for this. Right, because like once they get there, you know, the kids are obviously going to have full contact with them, right? Right, and 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 so we needed to like kind of you know set that up as as best we could. Of course, yeah. But um, part of that meant that we couldn't have like any help at all with any part of Ugh, this process, man. So let alone movers, but we couldn't have any cleaning help. We couldn't have like just just uh, just anything. So like so even with movers moving, like you didn't uh, hire movers or you just loaded all the furniture, everything yourselves. Everything in the entire that's you know, so much work. Four story condo. Um, Yikes! It was so intense, and it was and it was spread because we had to limit the amount of time the kids were just staying there for you know because yeah, we didn't yeah. want them to be there forever with this disease around. Um, you know, we, we had to do this all basically in, in three days. So it was like three days of like 8am to midnight working on this stuff and, and doing these crazy dump runs and donation runs and going yep, finding yep. dumps that were open and accepting things and going there and finding like, you know, if goodwill would take this, if savers would take that. Yeah. Are they taking anything anymore? They take some things. Okay. Um, that's good. And some things, I don't know if they were taking it, but we <laughs> did it anyway. <laughs> we'll see. They can fucking deal with it. Okay. They're taking it. <laughs> they're ta- Yeah. They're taking it. Um, there was a lot of those and just like just the sort of like, you know, crazy, crazy time. But it was also nice because it was basically unfettered time with Micah. So we were able to yes. just sort of like, you know, talk and work together, which was really nice. Yeah. But also, I was so aware during this of like how exhausted we were getting because I kind of could see it in her, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like how tired we were. And then the last, the last day was just so hard because we basically got, got it until like 1230 at night and we knew that we could probably make it out by the closing deadline if we pulled an all-nighter but like oh man there's just no chance that was going to happen and then drive a 26 foot u-haul for three hours to get you know two and a half hours to get to the new place it was just it was not going to work i'm glad you didn't make that decision you made the right decision i should for once for once but we did get up at 4 a.m so we went to bed at one woke up at four are you serious and just went like absolute nuts for the last five and a half hours and made it out just uh, like literally 12 minutes before the new buyers came with their, uh, with their agent for the walkthrough. Wow. And I had our agent monitoring where they were like telling us like, okay, they, they said they're going to be leaving in five minutes. <laughs> you know, I'm picturing him like driving behind them. The lawyer with the gas mask is also there, you know, fucking flapping his like steampunk That's wings. That's amazing. You know? And you were, and you were all on radios, you know, like old school. <laughs> like very backpack, old. A backpack radio. Like you know, trench equipment. <laughs> right. That's exactly. <laughs> location, location. Where are Charlie they? Charlie Bravo. <laughs> um, but, uh, but you know, but we, we worked it out. We got out 12 minutes and I got this giant truck out and, uh, and we made it all the way here did the crazy closing, you know, um, shout it. We found the, the, the lawyer by, you know, looking at which fire escape she was just talking about being in. So we're trying to do this transaction over the fire escape. And finally she's like, ah, just 
just come inside because it was only the three of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. We stayed at far ends of this like extremely long like King Arthur conference table that she has <laughs> in her office, and did the whole thing where you're sliding documents across the table. You know, oh with yeah, and it's so on. many documents. Yeah. Oh my god, so many documents, and I'm like, I'm not. I I, I don't normally have the wherewithal to read this, but I can't even keep my eyes open right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah. So I am signing over like so much shit and whatever. That's what everybody does. Yeah. It's just such an intense process, but I got to say, like, by the time we finally like had the key and we just like got into the house and just sat down for a second like that feeling was um was just extraordinary and then as you and i were talking you know yesterday morning i mean uh, i still you know and it's been five years now that we've lived here i think uh maybe coming up on six i can't remember but um just that the, the next morning you know sometimes i think about this when i wake up in in my bedroom now still of just the feeling that i had that first morning when i wake up in the new house and how amazing it is right yeah magic it really is magic but do you yeah. remember what it was like for you oh i just morning? i remember um i don't even remember what i did that day or anything really except for lying in bed looking at uh the ceiling fan that we had which it was like you know it was just um like end of summer and the windows were open you know you could hear birds and the fan was going probably smelled like paint everywhere too because <laughs> we had just you know we, we had timed everything so that we could um before we moved out of where we were we painted everything and had the floors done and stuff nice. um and and uh but i just remember feeling just so grateful you know just thinking yeah. about how and and the reason i still remember it is still i feel like a practice in, in gratitude to just like you know i look up at that ceiling fan when i wake up in the morning and i'm like i get to live here you know in a house that i love um, I mean, to have a house, to have a home and be financially secure, especially in this moment in time, is something to be tremendously grateful for to begin with. Um, but just to be somewhere that, you know, makes you happy and, and you know, your family's going to be happy in and, and, and so much of your life is going to happen there. Um, it really is beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. For me, the first morning, like I mentioned to you, um, Jude and I woke up early. For one thing, we slept on the boys' mattresses because the beds weren't <laughs> built yet. So so we all just slept on their two like tiny mattresses in their room yeah, <laughs> for the yeah, night yeah, yeah. with no blankets or anything, just like we just passed out. <laughs> um, so that, but which, which was like super uncomfortable, but also special because it's like, you know, it, that's never going to happen again. Right. It was yeah, like that one yeah. kind of crazy night. And then uh, Jude and I woke up early and we went and there was this like incredibly beautiful mist kind of rolling down the hills coming over from like the water, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I just was, I, I heard birds like everywhere just echoing, you know, off of the hillside and I just heard <laughs> these, these animals. Um, uh, and I was like, why are there dinosaur noises? I was just about <laughs> to say when you were, I was just laughing because the way you described the mist, I was then just expecting that to be the start of a horror movie, right? I know. It's yeah, the, the first, mist is a little freaky. <laughs> it's the mist and it's the first morning in a new house, right? So like the idea that the haunting would happen in that moment, I mean, it's that would be perfect. when it would happen. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I was, I was trying to explain to Micah too. I was like, "You should see the mist this morning." She's like, "That sounds scary." I was like, "I know, but just it, it was beautiful." Trust me. My mom also was like, "That's that's like freaky." Listen, mist can be beautiful. Okay. Oh, I totally agree. Like with Lord you. of the Rings. You know, I'm yes. talking about like you know a new dawn, morning new dew, day, morning dew shit. Um, so the mist was coming in off the off the water. It was so pretty. And then um, Jude and I went out, and so when we were here, the only other time we ever saw this place physically, you know, in any real way, was the inspection, right? Which was place during a thunderstorm um and during that there was a, i found in the bushes outside the, the house in the front this this like dilapidated soccer ball 
<laughs> with a with a human foot next to it. <laughs> with an actual knife laying on the ground covered but, in human blood. But other than that, the house was just perfect. So you know <laughs> we'll you take can't, it. Right. I up. mean, you know, you can't have everything be perfect. There's some compromises we all make when we find a new house. <laughs> um but we found it was this like old soccer ball that was just in the front hedges and um and I was like, <laughs> was like, there's not too much blood on it. It doesn't look like a kidney. I think it's a soccer ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out it was a human kidney. I was like, fuck that. Um, no, it was this little soccer ball. So, so we were there in the thunderstorm, and I was like, you know, and Jude was so excited because he's really getting into soccer, you know, and so we were kind of like kicking around a little bit. But it was a thunderstorm, so we couldn't really do too much. So I was right, like, right. also, there were fucking dead bodies everywhere. So I was like, listen, Jude, let's like, let's put it in the tire swing. Because they have a tire swing now. And they're, and oh, they're man. Racing, you know? And I was so like, let's, like, let's put it there and like nobody will see it you know, from now until we move in. Because at that point, there was like three weeks. You fucking stole their left. soccer ball. <laughs> I stole somebody's soccer ball. <laughs> um, and, and so we put it in that little tire swing. And sure enough, like, you know, when we got here the night that we arrived, uh, like, you know, it was still sitting right there and he kind of picked still it up. There. It was that moment of like completion. So the first thing we did that morning. <laughs> he doesn't even was, care about the house. It's just the soccer ball. You know? <laughs> it kind of, it kind of, for yeah. kids, so it's kind of like that, you know, like, oh, totally, like, yeah. it's sort of like, okay, like, great. We got a house, but like the soccer ball that I wanted to play with is still, yes, here, you know, totally, totally. Um, and so he and I went alone out in the backyard and, uh, and he and I have been trying to get more kind of alone time in general lately, which has been mm, good because yeah, I think because they're just together constantly there there are more kind of skirmishes about things happening with him of and course yeah. so i'm trying to like find ways to get to get alone time with both of them and and because of where jude is i think um you know with like he's been getting really good at skateboarding we've been doing a lot of that together lately like mm. that kind of thing um and uh and so so with uh so with soccer you know that's something that that i'm not like great at but i enjoy doing and it's something that i can help like teach the, you know the, the three skills that i have to him <laughs> and we've been uh so we went out in the backyard uh just the two of us and just played barefoot in the grass as the mist came in Ugh, and um and I like the it. sun was just rising and the birds were shrieking and the fucking dinosaurs <laughs> were rolling down the hill and there was jason coming out of the water with so a the machete other, the other twist i was thinking about because i wasn't listening to anything you just said is <laughs> when uh it sounds beautiful though um when when the vegetables and the fruit right they start to grow <laughs> and for some reason this is what came to mind which i think would be a good premise for a horror, horror movie yeah. Um, so imagine, right, you know, you, they start to flower cause you won't know this, but you'll find out that with vegetable gardens, you know, a lot of them flower. And then from Is that, that, what happens, um, the fruit actually comes from, yeah, from the flower. Does the plant um, come from the ground or from, so people? imagine, imagine that happens and yeah. then, you know, you're starting to see the fruit or the vegetable grow, but, but it has like weird shape to it. Okay. And, like and it, it, it looks a little bit like a human body part, right? Okay, yeah. Um, but, but you're like, all right, well, that's just a funny-looking tomato or whatever. <laughs> but then, but, but as it goes on, you know, weeks later, it's a fully matured, um, it should be a fully matured fruit or vegetable, but it's actually, it is a human body part. Every single, every single... <laughs> does, does, is it sentient? Like, does it form like a working, like, does it open its eyes? I haven't decided on that part yet. I was thinking See, that, it would that be... Would be... It would be a little over, but that would be overkill. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if it just had. John, you're talking about a fucking garden that births feet. It's got a little annihilation kind of, you know, thing going on. It does on. have a little bit of annihilation. Thing yeah. Going so on. imagine if that's, that's what happened. What would you, <laughs> would you, would you stay at the house? What would you? Oh yeah. I would stay be? here in a heartbeat. I would stay here in a fucking heartbeat. So your say, entire like, garden is just filled with human organs and limbs. I would harvest them and be like, Hey, uh, human limbs for sale. You know, can you imagine what that would do for people who need them? I mean, if you, if you That'd landed on this house where some doctor had lived and he had figured out how to grow 
human limbs and organs. I don't know why. It doesn't to even make totally sense. To be totally honest with you, the yeah. previous owners of the house are the exact people because one of them was a microbiologist. <laughs> that's right. You told me this. Right? Yes. And one of them was a nephrologist. So they're both so, like so that's the that's what's going to happen. Body parts. Yeah. Like, yeah. She was literally a kidney scientist. So there could whoever's be listening to this, out. don't take this story idea and make a movie out of it. Unless you're going to give us money royalties, then you could do that. But otherwise, you could say presented, but you know, based on a story by Patrick Green. With John Abdullah's input, it's mostly mine at this point. I'm just going to take this on. This is my yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations for giving me an We're idea. We're gonna make this into a movie. When I come over, that's what Produced we'll do. By first, Swinger. first we'll mulch, and then we'll we'll make this short film, um, which will later be a, a a Netflix original series. Um, I would watch that. I would definitely watch that. What would you call it? Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I would use some fucking you know double entendre with with like gardening, or I, I don't know what it would be. You know, there's what it would gotta be? be something. Go ahead. Tumultuous. Oh, that's, that's fucking... what it would be. See? Perfect. <laughs> that's it. It's gold. It's gold. Forget about the podcast. Let's just oh, fucking man. Do let's that. make a movie called Tumultuous about body yeah. parts growing out of the ground. I'm gonna get started on that. I also gotta unpack some boxes. So I'm gonna And there go. could also be part of the narrative could be this pandemic and all that too, right? So and yeah, I love works. the the Armageddon aspect to it. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. We should do that. Let's um, uh, let's record again soon because I miss doing this a lot. And that uh, sounds and, good. And I, I, I miss you and I miss the listeners who are out there just, you know, salivating at every mention of the word just or winging or it. Everything. Well, I'll, I'll just say, I hope you, I'm, I'm so happy for you and, uh, you know, savor this moment. And, you know, for everyone listening too, I just, um, th- there was this moment real quick where, where Luke and yeah. Grace, uh, we were sitting eating and, um, and I was talking to Grace about school, you know, cause like just starting to think about it and she got her kindergarten school. They like sent out the letters to say which one she got, Oh yeah, um, which was exciting. And she got the one that we wanted, which is right near us. And nice. I told her her friends going and we were talking and Luke was just like listening. And um, as we're talking about school and you know how she's feeling about when, when she will go back, who knows when um, Luke just goes, but, but I will miss him. And, and she was, you know, she, and he was talking about grace cause he doesn't do right. pronouns. Right. That's um, fine. And and I was just thinking about, you know, poor Lukey and like this is this is exactly what happened before where, you know, they were in the same daycare and then um, Grace yeah. moved on and we put all the attention on Grace, who, of course, mm-hmm. as we talked about, had a hard time with that. Um, but but just little Luke, you know, this two and a half year old now, they've had so much beautiful time together and um, and just him saying, you know, I will miss him and, and being oh. fully aware of that. It just was another reminder to me of of this moment that we're in. And, you know, obviously it's a really tough one, but. Uh, I do think that we're gonna miss a lot of the aspects of it of being together so much and all of that. So uh, anyway, let's let's hold I, on to it. I and totally agree. It. Yeah, let's let's talk about that next time too because because yeah. there there have been things with our kids lately that I can relate to that. So let's pick that up next time. Oh, one quick side note too: our <laughs> our next door neighbor, uh, Z, our next door neighbors have a, a child who is going to be one of Jude's classmates. Isn't that oh, so are you? That's amazing. Yeah. And Could this they, be any more perfect? I know. I mean, like, this is so great. And there's other kids too on the other side. in your backyard. You've we got, got organs. Perfect, we got. All, yeah. What more do you need? Beautiful. Uh, I'm picturing Luke saying that, and it's like breaking my heart. That's the. I know. It was. Yeah. We will pick up with that next time. All right. Sounds good. Take care. Good seeing you, my friend. You too. Talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.